0: Good morning, or no? Is that how the show starts? Is that how the show starts? So y'all do got me on. Good morning, up. good
1: afternoon, good evening.
0: There you go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm sorry, we went. We started doing friends quotes, and so mm-hmm. like it totally hijacked the show that you <laughs> will never hear. But anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. Sh- you are tuned into the the show that also threw up in its mouth when it found out that Tyler Johnson was making fifty million dollars. <laughs> um it is another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. Um I am your host, A1. You can follow the show at SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash A one the L P. That is all letters. So it's the letter A, the letter or the word one, the word the and then the letters LP all together at SoundCloud.com. Um you can follow the show at Twitter. You can follow me at Twitter, I'm sorry, at, at twitter.com slash A1LP. Same for Facebook. Um, As always, or as most days, we <laughs> are in the MMP studios with the silent producer.
2: I'm doing air quotes here. Silent producer, Trent. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Reese <laughs> and Los in advance for just acknowledging somebody else talking. All right. I'm done. All right. <laughs>
0: So um also so also um, I am also I also do a radio show that just got expanded to 30 minutes like we getting getting good feedback on the show it's called The Sports disciples it is on Praise 95.3 FM you can listen every Wednesday and Saturday from 6:45 to 7:15 starting this weekend this Saturday um, at 95.3 FM if you're in the Kansas City metro area or at praise95fm.com shout out to Mr. Marvin And that's enough intro from my side. I want to bring in my sidekick who I've been doing this show with. Shout out to the homie A. Ward. How you doing? Good, good,
1: good, 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 y'all. It's going to be back. Wow. Kind of feel like we got some consistency and some momentum going, this being two weeks in a row. Um, I also will be having my own radio show with somebody totally different (laughs) starting on um, Praise and Worship 107.35, and it will be called... The sports servants. <laughs> Shout out to whichever person I decide to have as my co-host. But it's good to be back, chill man. I'm you gonna
0: have me waking up. Shout out to Mr. Marvin,
1: days, man. Um, and uh, yeah, it's good to be here, man. It's a nice day outside. Royals are probably losing. And what they else is new? Are.
0: Man, they probably are losing. Um, so speaking of uh the show, like I went to check the SoundCloud numbers. Now we have been very inconsistent of doing this show over the the two years that we've been doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's only like episode 15 in two years. So that shows you consistency. That is my fault because I'm in school, but we are at 800 listens for like 15 episodes. So I appreciate you guys listening. Um, You guys have responded well to last week's episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So keep listening, keep sending us feedback, whether it be in the SoundCloud comments, whether it be, like I said, Twitter, Facebook, Yo, uh, you didn't you give out your particulars? Uh, Not
1: a Ward. Um, you can look me up online. A period W A R D. Instagram. I am a Ward. Twitter. I um am underscore award and uh Facebook. Just uh, kimsey Aaron Ward. Holler at me on there, and you can find my music at um I am So
0: you know, if you get your Holly Ward on, you can probably reach out to the guy who has the I am a without the underscore. Yeah. Some day and be like, Yo, I need
1: that. Yeah, I, I need I that for him or something. Or just slide Damn fifty man, bucks man, under his man. garage door. You know, PayPal pay and nothing like the new, off the, the strength, strength of these bars. Yeah. You
0: gonna give me this name? That's what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Is that, but, we yeah. <laughs> Is
2: that we doing already? Yeah, that we doing already? All right. You know what? I'm, I I said I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna stop talking. This dude <laughs> slander, <laughs> slander. <laughs> but yo, so we gonna we got
0: a jam packed show for you. We gonna get right into it. Yes. So as always. We're going to start out with what we learned. Hey, yo, listen, if you have something that you've learned over the week that you feel like is worth sharing with us, mm-hmm. hit me up, facebook.com. At some point, we're actually trying to become a somewhat of a fake professional podcast. So uh, we have theme music on the way. We got a voiceover guy oh, on yeah. the way. We're about to try to get this bad baby on, uh, not SoundCloud, on iTunes mm-hmm. and become super legit and superficial. Official. Yeah, because you know, you're know you nobody until you're on iTunes. So exactly right. we're going to go, try to get that set up over the next month. Um, So, again, if you have anything that you learned, Facebook.com, A1TheLP, Twitter.com, hit me up, man. Let me know. Or in the SoundCloud comments. So, what I learned this week, right? Uh, What I've learned this week, obviously, we had the Republican National Convention closing, finishing up last week. The Democratic National Convention uh, in progress right now. Hillary just was unanimously awarded the nomination, so on and so forth. So, shouts out to her. But what I learned, man, is that – so, first out, shouts out to Donald Trump because I was not interested. I was – Somewhat of a no- I'm still a novice when it comes to politics, but I've never really paid too much attention. Uh, even in presidential years, I kind of know enough to be dangerous. But he got me more interested in politics. So I started following not uh, maybe mainstream names, but just people who are, are associated with Republican and Democratic parties. And what I've learned is that you extreme political types were not humbled enough as a kid, right? So growing up, you know, I grew up in a, in a wrestling household. We watched WCW. We watched the WWE. WCW was the best, by the
1: way. Like Nitro was three hours long, and Raw was two hours long. But like, I would literally just watch the WCW Nitro. I don't know, man. And then you had ECW.
0: ECW, ECW came. Yeah. Oh man, back in the late nineties. But I grew up in a wrestling household, and I had uncles. My father is the oldest on my on my grand on his side of the family. And then my his mom, my grandmother had kids a little bit later in life, so I kind of grew up with my aunts and uncles. Like, they're, like, 9 and 10 years, mm-hmm. between 6 and 10 years older than yeah. me. So me and one of my uncles would wrestle. Um, we would, he and and my uncles, like, we grew up, it was no mercy. So it wasn't like, you know, I'm going to let you pin me. It was, okay, I'm going to let you have your way for a little bit. Then I'm going to put you in the torture rack. <laughs> and then my uncle not only would put me in a torture rack, like, he would not stop until tears flowed. And You know, I've been tapping
1: So we're out. crying again on this episode. Yes, we're All crying right. again. <laughs>
0: we're crying
2: again. Is there a way to. To record the Jordan crying meme, I don't know
1: if that's... <laughs> and that's why Reese and them want you to stop talking. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> we grew up playing B.B. Butcher. We grew up playing open chess. Oh, yeah.
0: It was nothing like getting humbled when you played pencil break with all your boys. This might be weird, but did you ever get... My
1: dad called it milking your rat. Like, I know that's... It, it's, well, I'm from East Tennessee, right? And I know okay. that that I'm, could be... I'm from the country, but, yeah, but I've never so heard that. It's like continue. you grab their fingers by the by the knuckle and just squeeze and ba- – oh, dude, it's probably the worst feeling in the entire world. Like you take somebody's finger? Like like if you'll take – man, I wish you guys could see this right now. This is like him. But, yeah, you just take it and you squeeze it as hard as you can, like pushing it in. it. Oh, it was horrible, man. That's Yeah, that's – it was kind of like one of those, like, grab your ear, grab your – you yeah, know, the old yeah. school. But my dad would just – Purple nipples. Yeah, like my dad would just basically break my fingers. Wow. You know? so, so I, I feel mean, like – Sorry, Dad. Hope you don't get in <laughs> I feel like you
0: extreme political types were not humbled enough like this as a kid. Like, you did not have the draw four hit on you in Uno enough because if you had, you would not be responding in some of the most awful and ridiculous and asinine and terrible. I did not cuss people. Comments, go look it up. Dictionary.com is your friend. uh, Comments that you've ever seen. So, you know.
1: um, Side note, getting hit with the draw four in Uno. Is it the single-handedly worst feeling in a card game? Or is, like, maybe getting cut in spades is a pretty bad feeling? Um, uh, but anything in spades is bad. Yeah, spades is, like, a different level. Is it, is it
0: getting a Boston run on you? <laughs> getting getting set, having a Boston run yeah. on you. Uh, when you're down to the last and you get destroyed. Badly. Um, badly, yeah, in spades. <sighs> Everything, hey, I know that feeling. That is such a dope moment right there. <laughs> I enjoy, that's one of my favorite moments of coming home. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so you know, I mean, these guys have not had enough of these humbling moments in their lives. Right. And so if they had, they wouldn't respond like that. So, you look, right wing, left wing. Dark Chill- wing. <laughs> dark wing duck. Chill out, man. Chill out. Listen, parents. One stove, co- one stove cold stunner a day <laughs> keeps the politically crazy away. Okay, put your kids in figure four. One
1: stone cold stunner. Yes. Put them in the figure four. Stunner. Did I get that wrong? No, you got it right. All right, stone all right. Cold stunner. I know. I, I, I dropped the punchline. there. No, but I mean, it's almost impossible to chill out in politics right now. Like they didn't give us any reason to chill out. So <laughs> with everything that's going on, but I understand where you're coming from though. Nah, man,
0: because, like, you see some of the stuff these people say, and you just want to punch them in the face. Like, bro, like a, a smooth punch in the right. face, like a quick Mayweather like he did Ortiz. Right. That'll set you straight. You won't be getting on Twitter talking crazy no more. Hilarious. But anyway, what else I learned this week? Um, So this is actually a little bit old, but um, I learned that sports is all about winning, right? So we have these notions uh, of sportsmanship. I touched the ball, Coach. Come on, Alex. This is the championship game. Coach, I touched the ball. Like, that would never happen, let's be honest. Um, it, character building, sportsmanship. We talk about when we talk about sports. We we gather around the warm and fuzzies of those types of things, right? But sports honestly is all about winning. So you had the Alabama incident with Cam Robinson um, and Hootie Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, they were arrested. Four people in the car. They're the two football players in Louisiana. They get arrested having a loaded gun and marijuana on them. The the DA dropped the charges. And one of the more uh, not so good comments he he made was look I don't these guys have spent their time out in the sun practicing and sweating while we've been sitting at home on our couches I don't think we should ruin their careers over that right so they dropped the charges um in which Nick Saban was grilled by Paul Finebaum about it and Nick Saban um you know stood up for his guys he has another offensive tackle he's since suspended who got in trouble I think for a DUI mm-hmm. um here lately but he seems to be trouble even before that but it's about winning. Like, they don't erect statues of Nick Saban outside of Bryant-Denny Stadium because he's building mature and character men who help old ladies across the road. It's because he builds NFL teams in the SEC that destroys the competition
1: most Saturdays. Well, is he not not getting paid to win? I mean, at the end of the day, does it not come down from – Right. I mean, the reason he makes the amount of money he makes is because he's very good at winning. Nobody ever got a boost in salary because there were, you know – academically, you know, a better team than the year before, they get a boost in salary because their record was better than the right, year before. Right,
0: And so if you look at the Baylor incident where they were not reporting these issues or pushing under the rug the issues of rape on their campus, even if you take it to the NBA, you look at Kevin Durant signing with the Warriors, and I know he says he doesn't care what people think, but it's been reported that uh, – He got booed. He got booed in L.A. Uh, as the U.S. Olympic team took on China. But – He's it's been reported that he's sat at his locker after games and read what the media said about him and then told reporters to ask him questions <laughs> about said the person who made the report so he could respond to what they said. So. I'm pretty sure that the fans and the media's focus on rings above all else is what made him make this decision to leave Oklahoma City. Right. Um, just look at what we do to say the Lakers. Right. Mm-hmm. The 2000 to 2003 Lakers are characterized when the first things you say about them is well, Kobe and LeBron or Kobe and Shaq should have won more. Um, LeBron's second title in Miami. Well, if Ray Allen didn't hit the shot. Right. Even this title. Well, if if Kyrie hadn't stepped up. Like we put these asterisks on these guys, and we make it so we make it all about rings and forget about the process that goes into it. And so again, man, like, look, I want if you can get some good sportsmanship and some good
1: character out of out of playing sports, that's a cherry on top. But you better win. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You're not there to learn how to help somebody up after you dunk on them. You're there. You're learn, You're there to learn how to dunk on them. Yo. Speaking of DeMar DeRozan, did you see that? He oh. almost put out oh that 360 gosh. dunk. That was disrespectful.
0: So I posted in our group today, Amari, reti- Amari Sotomayor retired yesterday, and he has a dunk on Anthony Tolliver that is ridiculous. Like the – I mean, it's – we have this argument all the time, me and the homie Los, about what's worse, getting crossed up or dunked on, and it's getting dunked on. Like nothing. You really think
1: so? Yes. Bro. I feel like being crossed up is a lot worse.
0: Did you see the dunk from the Drew? I understand
1: that, but at times you can get dunked on in a split second. You can turn around and get dunked on. No, 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 no. I'm I am not like talk- when you get crossed up, like, you are legit looking somebody in their face and have the audacity to say, I can guard you, and then you get crossed I'm up. I'm
0: not talking about you get caught, like, you know, you're underneath the basket. Your back is to the play because you're face guarding your guy. You turn around, all of a sudden you see this, you know, figure almost dunking on your head. I'm talking about. Going straight up. Going straight up. Like, yeah, the homie okay. at the Drew League who blocked the shot. Yeah. Oh boy caught it, got ahead of steam, went head Horrible. up, and then just boom. I mean, and you see the reaction from the gym, like. Crossing someone up gets oohs and ahs. Dunking on someone, which to I me mean is the most electrifying play in sports, dunking on someone can charge an arena for 10, 15 minutes at a time just because of how you do it and then your reaction after it, right? Because when, let's say d way when he dunks on Virgil and he steps – over him, yeah. and the crowd is going bonkers.
1: I retract my statement. Actually, there so you go. Thank I, I, you. I agree with you. And also, I was thinking to myself: is after you cross somebody up, if you missed a shot, they kind of forget about it. Yeah, yeah. So but dunking on somebody. But when you dunk on somebody, you obviously hit the shot, and it's yeah, you can you can get a lot more enthusiastic after a dunk <sighs> than after crossing somebody up. Really, that Amari dunk is ridiculous.
0: Dog, like go look it up. Amari against the Warriors. If you look at Amari's top ten dunks, it's the number one dunk. And Amari had some monster dunks on people over the years. So shout out to him. His retirement, um, one of the great what-if careers of all time because yeah. his knees gave out on him um, and injuries and stuff like that. So, yeah. So that's what I learned this week. Um, again, if you guys have anything, please submit it. Let's hear from you. Um, so, Awar, you kind of hit on something last week that I want to roll into. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward
1: to this week? What I'm looking forward to this week, I'm looking forward to watching Jeff Gordon race again in Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s car. <laughs> yeah. So um, this last week, Del, uh, Jeff Gordon took over for Jr., um, racing brickyard and place 13th had a pretty decent That's showing for uh for what he was supposed to do and so this week we're at Pocono and um and i'm I'm excited to see if if jeff still has just a little bit left in his tank no pun intended um but 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 it, it was exciting to watch and and good to see him. Afterwards, interviewing with the media, talking about the race, and and just different things like that. So,
0: you think that's something? You think is going to give him the itch, of maybe trying to find a find a full time ride? Yeah, might year? man.
1: You know, I honestly think to myself like Dale Jarrett raced into his 60s, or, or you know, and there's a lot of guys that raced a lot further into into than than what Jeff has so far. Um, not maybe on a week by week by week basis, but I think that he will get back into uh, into the swing of things. Bill Elliott. Um, I mean, he raced for a long time as well. He raced almost as long enough for his awesome son to start Bill working. Bill from Dawsonville.
2: Uh, but also, I think if this Senior wouldn't have crashed, he'd still be racing. Well, probably not now. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he'd be racing well into, you know. Oh, yeah. 60s. Shout um, out to Mark
0: Martin. I couldn't remember his last Mark name. Mark Martin, Mark oh, Martin yeah. raced forever. Uh, Richard Petty raced for a long time. We talk
1: about Deller and Hart senior. It's kind of like how you feel about Tupac. Like, it's kind of like. Wow. If Tupac hadn't died, what would hip hop be like? What a I feel great like senior. It's like if Dale Sr. hadn't died, what would NASCAR look like? I'm pretty sure there'd be no Toyotas. <laughs> <laughs> now, you just tuned into With the, the only show. I think so.
0: You tuned into the only show. We're going to answer that in just a second. That would make an analogy between Tupac and Dale Earnhardt Sr. Like, right. this is why you should tune into the show. Tell your friends that we're the only show that's doing this. And yes, I think there will be a Danica Patrick because society changes, um, pop culture changes, and I think there definitely would have been uh, a Danica Patrick eventually.
1: Shout out to Danica Patrick. She retweeted my battle. Nah, you lying. Yes, I am. That would be awesome if (laughs) she did.
0: (laughs) I was about to say.
1: (laughs) Because we would
0: have to get her on the show to go, okay, (laughs) how exactly did you – how exactly did you, Danica Patrick, run across an A War battle? <laughs> right. Like that would be no, hilarious. No, that would be pretty legit. But yo, while we're speaking of battles, we're gonna move on. Shout out to Canon, absolutely not Canon the bad. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Canon the Great.
1: You know what I'm oh man, as you guys, uh, some of you might know, my older brother had his debut battle the same night that we had the battle against Saint Mike, and we released uh, last week's podcast this week. And my brother's not a big sports fan, so he was listening just for the the battle talk that we had. And when we did mention his battle, he kind of got a little bit salty. Um, <laughs> so uh, he made mention that uh, A one made mention that we would we would touch on his battle this week. But yeah, he definitely won, and it's been released too, and it's doing some good numbers. So shout out to Cannon.
0: Yeah, it costs to be the boss. That's, That's why, why floss is hard. Your <laughs> arms too short to box with God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out Cannon the Great, uh, man. Uh, I
2: will say I did enjoy his flip of your oh, catchphrase. Yeah? Like I really enjoyed that uh and like he didn't have to beat the guy that bad cuz he the other guy I'm sorry he
1: was Did you watch it? Was trash. Oh yeah. yeah. When he called the guy Twitch Homie Quan? Yeah. yeah. That was
2: the funniest <laughs> John. Ja- that was uh but the, the the dude I will say he had one heater line. Yeah. He had one heater line.
0: He got better. Like he did say my my rounds get better. They did get better. They weren't good enough. Right. No. Um cuz the, the boot camp lot- click uh from canon I think was harder than yeah. anything he might have said Yeah, the whole it. Battle. He had a Trent's boot. Camp not a real hip hop fan so he, had he had a boot camp click where he mentions what Smith and Wesson Health of Skelty Sean Price. The whole scheme yeah.
1: from Duck Down. Duck Down records, so boot camp saying. click. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, acting like I did I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh no, the uh the one he was talking about like you going to meet with your Brie with your brother. Oh, you yeah, die, the Saint like yeah, 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 the St. Mike. Yeah, you're yeah, going to be
1: with your brother in the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. that
2: was a hot one. Yeah, it man. was cool.
1: So, yeah, shout out to Cannon, man. You made the podcast. <laughs> you're
0: popular. Yeah, so, all right, so we're going to move on then, um, get into our first of our topics for tonight. So I, I ended last week's show Um, talking about some social issues. Um, We'd love to hear. If you haven't listened, again, go to soundcloud.com slash A1LP. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And um, this is continued into this week as Michael Jordan um, has made a statement. Um, He came out and made a statement um, making remarks about the tragic deaths of the young black men at the hand of police and also the tragic deaths of the police officers. Um, And then he donated a million dollars, one to a police reform committee and the other to the NAACP legal fund. And this is a big deal. Uh, In the sports world, because it is a quote has been famously attributed to Jordan. And and some people said maybe he didn't say it, but that um, when asked to support um, a black, I think it was man who was running for governor Mm -hmm. in the state of North Carolina, he said, hey, Republicans buy shoes, too. Or that's the quote that's been attributed to him over the years. I've seen some people try to debunk it lately that he maybe he did not say that. But that has followed him his entire career. Jim Brown has been critical of him for not speaking out on social issues during the prime of his career. And so for the sports world, this was a big deal uh, for him to make this type of statement. Um, and I commend him for doing so. Um, you know, I don't – I know some people have kind of parsed his words and had things to say about the nature of how he, how he and his team, because obviously Jordan didn't do this on his own. He had a writing team to help. You know, kind of like Trump and you know, Obamas of and course. blah blah blah. When we talk about plagiarizing, but you know, um, he had his people write that together. So I commend him from doing that, just for ta- making a stance of a statement of any kind. Um, but I do want to ask you guys, the listeners, to consider something. What if he had only mentioned um, the deaths of young black men at police? How would you receive that? Because I think most people. Um, when it comes to what LeBron and those guys did at the ESPYs, what the WNBA players have done. And at Jordan, most people have received it fairly well because they try to play it down the middle. But what if he had only mentioned just the young black man who died at the hands of the police? Would you receive that message any differently? How would you take it? As A-Word is trying to, he's trying to Snapchat us. He's, You know, I'm not with Snapchat, but anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, how would you have received that? Would you have received
1: it any differently?
0: Um, Let us know what you think, man. Let us know what you feel. I would, I mean, I wouldn't have received it any differently. Yeah, I don't Um, think I would have
1: either. I would have thought he was just uh, still, uh, you know, a positive that he was actually speaking on one or the other regardless. Right. Um, But I could totally see how anybody who was radical to one side or the other would have totally, you know, blown it way out of proportion, uh, whether he had especially if he had spoken, only on the only police one. side, I yeah. mean, like if you look at it that way too like then i but i I think that um that I personally wouldn't have, but I could see
0: well, and I think there's something to consider here is that like there are when when these events when police are killed, whether they're targeted or if they're just killed in the normal line of duty, right, like I think we can all emphasize that that's a tragic thing right it's an authority it's a a person who's in the state of authority who's here to serve and protect who's been Um, taken out in the line of their course of their work in which for most people they don't fear that when they go to work right I mean there are very few professions where your life is on the line when you clock in for the day Um, so we can all appreciate and and show remorse and and uh, a sense of regret when this type of things happen but on the flip side you know when these situations happen it's always a very emotionally charged debate about who was in the right or wrong, and so mm-hmm. that's what I—that's why I pose that question out there as something to consider, because again, when cops are killed, we we look at that as tragic. But right. sometimes in these other cases, when the roles are reversed, we don't have that same uh, response, you know. And so another question that I want you guys to consider: Are you okay with athletes not sticking to sports? Um, This—the events of the last couple of weeks have brought a lot of people into the public limelight: NBA, NFL, uh, WNBA. Mm-hmm. And so it's been very interesting. So Tom Brady, for example, uh, Tom Brady during the season, this past NFL season, had a Make America Great Again hat in his locker. And so people uh, were kind of wanting to push Tom Brady, hey, are you going to endorse your guy, their friends, him and Donald Trump? Are you right. going to Are you going to endorse him for president? Um, had he come out and said, yeah. Like if Tom Brady would have been on the bill, Tim Tebow was at least – Listed as a speaker, he came out and said, "No, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm, I don't know what you guys are talking about." But had he been one of the speakers at the Republican National Convention, like if you were a extreme left leaning Democrat, are you saying who likes football? Are you done? Right. With football. Like, what's your response to that? So,
1: you know, uh, hit us up, man. Hit us so up. what do you personally think? It, do they? Do you think they should just stick to sports while they are playing, and maybe take a stand once once removed from that? I mean, because honestly, to endorse something like that could affect the locker room. It could affect everything that has to do with why you make money, how you make money in your team. I think it wouldn't be very smart for Tom Brady to come out and endorse it. But I also don't think it's very smart for him to keep a Make America Great Again hat in his locker room so that all of his teammates could see because I think that it can cause friction in there. No, I
0: mean, I don't mind them doing that because, you know, um, we do this podcast and I don't, so for example, Joy Batista for some reason follows me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like if one day, I don't know. I don't know why he follows me. Um, but shout out to him though. You know, I'm gonna come back to that in just a second. But um he doesn't if I post an episode of a podcast and I say something about the blue jays that he doesn't like, like I wouldn't want him to to tweet back at me, hey, stick to the mailroom, buddy. Right. You know, stick to what, you know, stick to what you know. And so within the locker room, I'm pretty sure these guys talk about. Politics, race, religion—I'm religion. pretty yeah. sure. It's same as is. And I hate. I'm not going to do this. Same as most of our workplaces. And I know I just put on Facebook. Please stop comparing your workplace to the NFL. Yeah. Um, but in some small minor cases, you can. You there are similarities. Um, so no, I don't. I don't mind these guys getting out here and 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 putting something on the line. Um, because in most cases with Jordan with the with the four NBA players, they're not putting anything on the line. Um, especially when you play it down the middle. Um, so speaking of that, of right. putting things on the line, the WNBA, they had some, the Minnesota Lynx and some other teams have worn shirts that said Black Lives Matter. they worn some shirts uh, that, on those shirts, they also had uh, the Dallas Five. Um, and so the WNBA, they've also worn black shirts um, as a response to Black Lives Matter. And the WNBA fined them initially 500 bucks, which I know most people say that's chump change, but when you don't make a lot, right? You know, when you make more going and playing in Europe than right. you do in the states.
1: I mean, they're not making hundred thousand dollars a year. Not, not, I don't think. Not, not the most sure like Candice Parker and Tina Charles, Candace yeah. Parker. Unless you're a
0: star, right. You may be making upwards of a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. But for the rest of them, like you're putting, you're taking food off the table if you're right. taking five hundred bucks yeah. away from me. Um, there WNBA received some backlash and some criticism for that and they rescinded the fines. Now, again, like I just said, they have a lot more to to lose. They're in their 20th year of existence, uh, which is something to be commended, but it has been a rocky 20 years. They've gone through several commissioners. Um, Obviously, attendance for the sport isn't that great. I would love to have a team in Kansas City, though. Like, if we had – Oh, yeah. So, Tulsa moved to uh, Dallas – and became the wings, but had they moved to Kansas City, like, I would have got season tickets, no problem, and went and watched and cheered, you know, the Kansas City, whatever, Queens, right. or you know, uh, whatever you wanted to call them. But, you know, they have a lot to lose by putting themselves out there. Um, the WNBA, they're getting ready to go on Olympic break, um, but they said that they're going to talk to their union and try to work things out. But I agree with them finding them be- for those very business-like reasons. When they first started this, I went to one website, I think it was USA Today, and read the comments. First two comments made me want to throw up in my mouth. Really? Like Tyler Johnson when he got 50 million. Um, <laughs> you know, now, that's the
1: Heat backup point guard, right?
0: That's the Heat backup point guard who started all of seven games, right. got a four year, $50 million deal, but the Heat couldn't give Dwayne Wade 50 million. But I digress. Yeah. Um, you know, so so, you know, they have to try to appease their. They, they can't afford to offend or make angry anyone who may not have liked their statements or their, their Jersey uh, requirements with that. I also agree with them rescinding the fine because look, you know, when Orlando happened again, it's that one of those things where certain type of tragedies get a unilateral and unanimous uh, so, show of solidarity and unity. And then some don't. So, I under, I see both sides of that, you know?
1: Oh, man. All right. So,
0: final wrapping up WNBA news. The U.S. women took on the select team uh, this past couple of days, and they won 88 to 84. It was a – I went to sleep at halftime because I'm going to bed like a normal person now that I'm done with summer school.
1: Congratulations, by the way. Uh, bro. I got paper two B- submitted.
0: I got two Bs. I thought I had a, a F in one class, and like I thought about quitting school and selling drugs. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I was like, you know, this ain't worth it. I'm about to go hit the trap because I just can't be staying up. All- if I'm going to stay up all night like this, I got to make some dough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, nah, so at halftime, um, the women's team, the USA women's team, was on top of the select team. But, yo, Jewel Lloyd and Odyssey Sims were balling. Second half, Natasha Howard, I guess, got off in the fourth quarter. But Odyssey Sims was balling. Like, she was heated that she didn't get a spot. She is a beast. And I was looking at, and I was, as I was watching them play, like, Jewel Lloyd, she's a second year player from Notre Dame. Odyssey Sims is a third year from Baylor. So they're definitely going to be right. on the 2020 team. But, like, I was looking at Lindsey Whalen. Lindsey Whalen's like 34. Jeez. I was like, y'all sure? Y'all can't make room for Odyssey and just tell Lindsay like, we appreciate your contribution. She's
1: been on the two or three. She's been in two or three Olympics. She's won her gold medals. You
0: know, so, you know, I was kind of looking like, yo.
1: You think maybe they just look at it like, oh, this is her last one. There will be plenty more for Odyssey. But see, but that's what what I don't. back end all of that kind of stuff. I don't know because their
0: team is pretty old. Like some of their stars, Simone Augustus, Mm -hmm. um, Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird is a starter. She's got to be in her 30s. I think she's in that same age as Tarasi. I think her and Tarasi were at school together, really close. Yeah. And I think Sue Bird was there before Tarasi. Yes, was. she was. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, they they got they're they're definitely going to get younger in this next iteration. Hopefully, they will find some room for Candice Parker, which is a ridiculous. Right. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, man, they were balling. So that's been our WNBA coverage for the week. We'll continue to be your home for WNBA coverage. I actually want to reach out to some writers and talk to them about, especially Sparks. I know if you know anybody out there who's connected to the Sparks or with the Lynx, hit us up because I would like to talk to them. They're having a great season. So I want to – I would definitely be watching more WNBA basketball now that school is over for me for like three weeks, two weeks. Ugh. But anyway, <laughs> so speaking of the Olympics, mm-hmm. so have you kind of been seeing some of the news? Uh,
1: a little bit, but not too much. So I'm kind of reading some of these notes right here, and I can identify with a little bit of it, though. So what's going on in Brazil? I mean, obviously, <laughs> so the Rio Olympics kick off
0: next week, mm-hmm. and it has been one negative story after another. Like people were afraid that um, a terrorist attack could happen in Sochi because of where it is in Russia. Uh, I don't, I don't prayerfully. Hopefully, we don't see those type of things pop off in Brazil. But it has not been cool. Uh, one of the first stories that came out was the police haven't even been have not been paid. Mm-hmm. Um, they were holding signs that said, Welcome to hell. Wow. As you flew into the airport. Yeah. Now are there Zika? is the Zika virus there too? Zika is that Zika, shout out to Bomani Jones in the right time. That Zika is still around. Um, there was another disease that they found in the water that they could not find a drug to get rid of that was not Zika. Oh gosh. Yeah, Trent's
1: looking at me like, Man, what the heck? Yes. So I've been you- warned about going to Miami. <laughs>
0: I think there has been a case of Zika found in yep. Miami.
1: And through a mosquito. I
0: know. Not what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Off is the official <laughs> yes. brand, uh, mosquito brand of the Olympics. That is a real story. That's a new sponsor of our podcast <laughs> until we get back. <laughs> um, there's an area called the Cracklands where crack is moving in high volumes. There's actually a picture that I got tweeted I saw yesterday of a vi- a, a bag of crack with the Olympic logo on wow. it, with a note in, I think, Portuguese, because Portuguese is the official language of Brazil, to keep this away from children. So at least, you know, they're practicing some yeah. responsibility, practicing right? Practicing safe crack. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. Oh, man, that's terrible. Um, the Australian Olympic team went to the village, mm-hmm. and there were clogged toilets, exposed wiring, uh, when they flush the toilet, water was coming th- through the walls. There was dirty carpet. Uh, and I mean, like, I got a question. Like, who built these Olympic villages? Was it Thurgood Stubbs from the PJs who <laughs> built these Olympic <laughs> villages? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like for real. Now, shout out That's to the two of y'all. Drop. Shout out to the three of y'all who understood Thurgood Stubbs from the PJs All without tree, Googling y'all. it. Um, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just going to give you a little bit of things. theme song. PJs, projects, lower and high rise, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, did he, was he <laughs> responsible, was Eddie Murphy responsible for putting together the Olympic Village, yo? <laughs> super, super, super. They said that the, cl- the toilet's clogged, super. Like, for real, man, like, this is horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the mayor of Rio de Janeiro (laughs) asked for an emergency. I lost a word for for a second. Ah, okay. (laughs) The the mayor of Rio de Janeiro floated alone. Oh, hold on. By the way, let me go back to Australia. When he was the mayor of Rio de Janeiro, was told of the issues experienced by the Australian uh, Olympic team. You know what he said? What did he say? He said, we'll go get a kangaroo and put it out front and let it kick so they'll know they'll feel a little bit more comfortable and they'll feel a little bit more at home. Yeah. Was he being facetious or? Oh, I, I think he was being very serious. Wow. Um, oh, by the way, the Olympic Village was built on the graves of dead African slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a lot going on. So how
1: did they get this um Olympic? Like, was this? Yo, like, we they all, voted on it back was it,
0: well, you know, I'm pretty sure the Brazilians went to uh, the IOC committee and said, maybe um, them a maybe couple just of showed them a
1: video on a laptop and it looked really nice.
0: <laughs> they probably showed them the opening scene from like Bad Boys Three. Didn't Bad Boys Three like end up in the favelas of Rio? Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Or, no, that was Cuba. Actually, that was Cuba. Yeah, it was because Cuba. they were at the line and the guys were going to shoot Will Smith. So that yeah. was Cuba. So my bad. I didn't mean to get my. It's all my right. It's all right. You me. tried yeah I did I did try. that was a good that was actually shot. a good try to you yeah. yes, it was it was Cuba because I remember Will Smith there was like grenades between the lines, and there were the people who were going to shoot him.
2: i'm I'm pretty proficient in my Will Smith movie knowledge, <laughs> but I'd never seen Bad Boys Three was it I thought that was the third one. They talking about making another one, but there's only two Bad Boys. Really? Yes.
0: Okay, so it's Bad Boys 2 then. My bad. Yes. My bad. I mean, don't I mean. do not is Is this like part of the I interruption mean, listen, where at the very it, end they give you the errors? Stat Boy? Yeah, Stat Boy have, gives you the errors.
2: You have the Fresh Prince and Martin in a movie together. You have to know how many they made. <laughs> you have to know. And they're it's on just, TNT like
0: all the time like, too, so that's real, my like, fault.
2: It's it's in the book. Like, <laughs>
0: My bad. So Bad Boys Two, would ended up in the Favelas. I think it might have been Fast Rush and Furious Seven. Oh, no, eight. I think it was eight. No, it's not eight. It was either six or seven that ends up in Brazil. And I do own all of the Fast and Furious DVDs. <laughs> so you know, shout out uh, to I can't think of the cat's name. Vin Diesel. Uh, rest in peace, Paul Walker. I don't know why I enjoy those movies. I should not enjoy those movies. Like it's the same premise. Oh over yeah. And over again. Oh,
1: they're good though. Come on. And like The Rock. Oh yeah. And like except, they're getting except Tokyo Dr- Drift. No, nah, you tripping. Yeah. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift was Drift ludicrous. Was my
0: boy Han. Uh I don't think he was in he didn't he Ludacris, Ludacris came in, in after Tokyo Drift. Oh, I thought he was in Bow Wow. That. Oh yeah. Was yeah, in Tokyo wow. Drift. Yeah, my boy Han, like he died.
2: Yeah, that was You know what I'm saying? That was that was I mean, that was unnecessary.
0: But nah, it's getting but hold on, quick we're gonna get back to it. Real quick segue. Like the movies are getting more ridiculous. So like when Vin Diesel um, he talks about the streets and then he like punches the ground and makes the garage collapse in eight or seven at the end of seven. And like it collapses on itself and he survives the right. building collapsing. Like it collapses on top of him. They pull him out of the rubble and he's still alive. Like it yeah. was
2: anyway, see, but yeah, but I enjoy it family. though. But I was riveting his family. family. All he talks about is family. Is all he needs his family. His family pulled him through the rubble. See, that's um, the, see, the power of fa- I'm a Jesus.
0: He's about to start preaching. If Passed I could do over. a Vin Diesel impersonation, I would in in with his lisp. Shout out to Vin Diesel. Um, but I would try to do something in impersonating his family speech. But yo, but nah, man. Like the Olympics are um crazy. And the last point I want to make about the Olympics is these things cost billions of dollars, and then when they're done, like these areas go to rot. They turn to muck and and trash, and it's terrible. So, you know. Shout out to Rio, who promised that if you gave us the Olympics, we'll get 80% of the sewage out of the water, which is still there, Um, which, you know, uh, shout out, you know, to all the Olympic swimmers who have to get in that water. That's horrible. And swim in the sewage. Um, God bless you. We'll say a prayer. Um, If you're Catholic, we'll do a rosary, something like that, see your priest. But uh, yeah, man, like Olympics, crazy, crazy. And they really
1: start next week.
0: Uh, I think it's like opening ceremonies. Let me get my Google's on. I think it's August fifth, yeah. Wow. So that is next week. Next well, week, bro. August
1: seventh is the first preseason football game. So that's what I'll be looking forward to. I'm
0: I'm more ready for college than I am for. Oh
1: yeah, I'm much more. Ready uh, than
2: quick me. quick side
1: note: There's uh, no Fast and Furious eight out yet either. No, it is no, not. it's not. Uh, I say
2: I've corrected myself. Oh, okay. I said seven. I said <laughs> yeah. seven. Um, just to let you know, this year's Olympics is in rio of course but the next two uh 2020 is tokyo and 2022 is beijing so
0: that's a winner because winners every two years after the summer 22 2022
1: is the
2: winner so i know they what about
1: 18
0: oh that's a great question Uh, hold on let me get on my google
2: oh uh listen I can't even pronounce
1: his name.
0: Pyeongchang, so it's in China. Okay. No, South Korea. My bad. My bad.
1: So we're going Korea, Tokyo, Tokyo,
2: Bay, China, China,
0: and don't forget the World Cup is in Qatar, where they have been talked about massive human rights violations. Um, wow. There. Um, and also where it's going to be so hot. I think they're postponing it. They normally do it during the summertime. I think they're normally they're going to push it to August because it's going to be so hot that you can literally die. <laughs> while running around so again you know if why look i understand we're we're a first world but really all these events as much as i don't want them to be should be held in america i know this is so we is, just do away with the olympics
1: no, no no that's ridiculous nobody
0: watches the olympics nbc will call you a liar and say you the truth cr- ain't in you
2: okay listen i'm not gonna lie i definitely watch track and field Definitely watch the uh, gymnastics stuff. For something and, that happens and, and every four. And, and the basketball stuff is dope when it actually get to the end. But, like, right now, while they practicing and beating up on China for no reason. It's, it's just, just so no difficult nonsense.
1: to follow. It's every four years. You're like, it's I mean, American. No. But
0: you want to take American pride.
2: Yeah. I mean, Michael Phelps was getting medals. and. And people be shooting
1: stuff and getting
2: medals. <laughs> Apollo Ono.
0: Okay, that's Winter Olympics. But okay, oh that's we're gonna let you we're gonna let you fly. Right. With that. That's you in a new one. But, but I but mean for something
1: one. that only happens every four years, it's like you would think you anticipated a lot more than what you really do. Like
2: And and also surprisingly, those athletes don't make as much money
1: as you would think. Like No, they, like but like they who train w- so much more. I think like, Dick's But Dick's, they come home broke. Hold up, like selling their medals.
0: Like Dix, I think, is boasting that they have like, have like more Olympians than any other company. Wow. So that kind of shows you like, yeah, they, they work they, at Dix. Yeah, like they work at UPS. Is Enterprise the one? that Yeah, always, Enterprise yeah. talks about having more um college athletes and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so they coming home and working like we are.
1: I understand America. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be un-American. I'm just like. Yes, you are. This is, yeah, to me, yeah, I'm not a big Olympics fan. See,
2: which is surprising for my inner racism, that the guy from South Tennessee is not 100% USA Olympic. America, America. I'm American. I'm about to watch the American Olympics, and we're no,
1: going to win. No, no,
0: I don't know. I, what do I watch? I mean, I watch pretty much whatever's on. So I'll even watch, even though I have, I understand the point of it, but, like, diving. In which, like, I think it's the Chinese that kill in diving, which the whole point is you're supposed to hit the water and it's not supposed to splash. Right. It's like the cannon, like, they they won't go cannonball. Right.
2: Like, I think it's the Chinese and the Japanese who, wherever there's tiny people, they they do well. Well, they all look like they're
1: 12 years old. I mean, not Chinese, not, I'm talking about like all of the gymnasts and everything. They all look like this, to me. I, I'm continue. serious. Well,
2: the I, the female gymnasts are younger, but the male gymnasts are grown a little, men, a little bit older.
0: Yeah, we're kind of like we just kind of went to like a straight stereotyping thing. But continue. This is good. This is good podcasting. <laughs> continue. This is good podcasting.
2: <laughs> you know what? There's a a little bit of racism ain't bad. It's it's okay. The show but, is called. It's a black yeah, and, yeah, and white it's, thing. It's now, okay. just it those just, it's, you just sprinkle a little bit in just for seasoning. So if you couldn't That's
0: tell it. by his speech. Um, Trent is a black guy, so I just want to let you know. So I don't want any first, notes.
2: First of all, that's racist because <laughs> I'm Indian.
0: <laughs> Yo, so hold up. No, why do black people do that? I'm five. I'm one sixty four. Man, chill. Well, I know the one drop rule is also racist.
2: But listen, my my grandfather told he like he's big in the history, and apparently I am the last generation that can actually go get. Like an Indian card, because my grandma was like half Indian or something like that. You couldn't get a scholarship though. See, I feel like you had to be good I'll, in school for that. Though, like, okay, uh. first of all, uh, your mama. Second of all, <laughs> 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 second of all, second of all, I feel like that's cheating. Like, because really, I, I associate with being an African American. Although my lineage says I could probably go do that. Like, give that to people who actually. Uh, Indian, I after guess.
0: I would after <laughs> after I would have finished crying my tears up from my first day at community college, and my mother <laughs> said to me, "Son, you are one one twenty eighth Indian, and there is scholarship money for you." I would have been in the financial aid office <laughs> with a
1: chief shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yo, ready to, to go? go. To, I have
2: to go to Oklahoma, do a blood test, That's hilarious. and go to the tribe stuff and do all this other stuff. Like, man, I'm be good. <laughs> I don't
0: I don't know how we got here. I think we went from Olympics to bad boys to favelas to, to Fast, Fast and, and Furious.
2: Y'all just went from Tupac to Dale Earnhardt. There's I'm telling no you, rules. you're not gonna hear
0: there Yeah, are no there are rules. no rules. You won't hear this on any other show where we go from the Olympics to accepting scholarship money for being one one thousandth of an Indian. So or having an Indian lineage.
1: I blame Trent. Okay.
0: Speaking of Ray Rice. Our homies are going to blame you. I know that much. <laughs> um, hold on. Before we do that, <laughs> last thing, last thing on the Olympics, and we're going to move on. So the Olympic men's basketball team, as you have noted, have been playing uh, against first the select team, um, and then they beat up on China, and I forget who they beat up before that. Oh, Argentina. Smash them. Um, I, I'm going to call them – at first I, I started to call them the eh team, but I like the meme team because we're in the in the age of social media. Uh, 2012, social media has taken off, but it hasn't been – it's become a lot more funny and a lot more instant in terms of how we turn around our, the videos, like the DeRozan dunk of almost dunking. Oh, boy, had he done it, I can guarantee a Jordan crying face would have been slapped on him as DeRozan landed. Um, so I'm going to call them the meme team for the age of social media that we in. And so, like, there's no buzz around this team. Uh, nobody cares.
1: It's the Olympics. Nobody cares. That's not
0: true because the 2012 team was the redeemed team. Um, I think the twenty oh uh two thousand eight, I'm sorry, was redeemed because they hadn't won a medal, a gold medal in about four or five years at that point. So two thousand and eight was the redeemed team. Twenty twelve had I mean had LeBron in his prime. Um it was Kobe's last go round. You had Wade Mello, you had all these huge stars. Well now Westbrook was there, D. Rose was there. Uh I think he was there. Well, I already think LeBron. But you know, so this year Westbrook said he wasn't coming. Harden wasn't coming. Harden was a was one of the best players of the twenty twelve team. Uh, Westbrook didn't co- decided not to return. Steph Curry decided not to return to kind of rest up and go do the Carlton dance <laughs> at uh, at tournaments. Um, so you know, it, it does. I mean, Kevin Durant's the biggest star. Who would be the second biggest star on the team?
1: I mean, like DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> or probably Kyrie. I mean, Clay Thompson. Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Coming off a Kyrie. title, coming off a championship. Yeah. So
0: Kyrie is probably the But look at what we're saying though. Like and there's no that's no diss to Kyrie. Kyrie is a great player, but he would not be He's probably going to be a starter had everyone showed up who should have shown up. He would not. And so I wonder are we returning back to those days where where well, that led up to what happened in the early to 2000s. So to kind of recap, obviously 92 NBA players are allowed for the first time. 96, Jordan declines. Because at that point, that was his – he got a silver medal, I think, in 84. I think 84, they didn't win the gold. I think they finished second Mm -hmm. in 84. Um, He was obviously 88. He couldn't play. He plays in 92. 96, I think he was coming off a championship. He decided not to play. Or either that, he was coming back from playing baseball. Um, And Charles Barkley kind of talked about that he was on the original team, on the 96 team, and he said that team was not the same. Like, it wasn't as fun. It wasn't – as good a time, they still won. But the margin of victory got a little bit – it decreased. 2000, it decreased some more. Vince Carter has the greatest in-game dunk of all time yes. over Frederick Weiss. Um, and then and after that, then they started pulling together players like two weeks before the game started. They, they don't win the gold medal at the World, um, World Cup, which is what it's called now. And then they finished sixth. And then in 2004, they get the silver medal. And at that point, Allen Iverson is the face of that team, and now they're criticizing these players as they don't care, their baggy pants and their tattoos and their cornrows, which is an attack on Allen Iverson. In particular, Melo was there. Larry Brown was the coach who Larry Brown does not – he was not the right guy for that. So at that point, Team USA just says, okay, we need to reload. So now they reconstruct into what you see now, where they have this – they ask these guys to make, like, I think a six-year commitment um, at least – to play, to play in the World Cup, to secure a bid into the Olympics and then the actual Olympics itself. So I wonder, are we going to see guys like LeBron James, like will he play in 2016 or 2020? Hmm. Um, will Durant come back in 2020? Will Steph, who I think is probably about 25, 26, he's going to be headed near his 30s. Will he show up? And So who's going to be that next crop
1: of stars to play? I guess we'll know if they win gold this year. I mean Well,
0: they should, but I think the thing is is that I think we as Americans, we expect it.
1: I think that these guys like LeBron think to themselves like, well, if they can win gold without me, then that's cool, but then they are looked at as like the guy that comes back and saves the day the next Olympics if they didn't, you know, so if they win gold this year, I don't think he plays in the next one if they If they go silver, bronze or something like that, I think it's almost like I let my country down. okay, let me go back and you know jump on the squad.
0: I don't know. I find it interesting to see because, like, when I saw Harrison Barnes – and, again, I'm a North Carolina guy.
1: Shout out to Harrison Barnes. I'm, you know.
0: But I was like, Harrison Barnes? Right. Like, especially coming off the finals. Like, that guy? Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But that just bears something to watch because if they don't blow out people or they don't reach expectations, like, people are going to be upset. So let us know what you think. Are we tripping? Is this team really dope? And I'm just I'm just being super critical. Let me know. So we're going to close out.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think that uh – uh Carmelo Anthony probably is the biggest name that nobody. All right, that's cares good enough. About.
1: Anyway, so we're gonna close out. <laughs> like
2: nobody, nobody even care, like nobody even care about that. Melo is even. I don't there.
1: think Melo's a very talked about player for a reason.
2: I wouldn't say that. I think,
0: I think he's. This is his fourth Olympics. Like he's went. He's been there since 04 So 04, 2008, 12 and now here. So he's like the old man of the group. Mm-hmm. He probably is the oldest player on the team. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, this is his last go round, I would assume, um, because he's in his thirties, so he'll probably be mid to late thirties by the time twenty sixteen rolls around. So I don't know. I and the crazy thing is Melo. Is he on the team this year? Yeah. Okay. Mellow balls in the Olympics. Like in two thousand eight, he was one of the most versatile players. But
2: he just had like a sixteen point, like third quarter or something like that. Uh against I mean, it was against
1: China, China, but yeah. yeah, so,
0: again, let we'll see what happens, man. Let us know. But let us know if I'm tripping, if I'm wrong about this team being kind of eh and lacking in the star power.
1: I think Melo's an all-star. I don't find him as a superstar.
0: I think at his prime, I think
1: mm, you might be right about that.
0: You may be right. I, he may have been really close to superstar. Yeah,
2: I can see that. I'm still salty. that. Yeah,
1: we know. he Don't
2: bring up
0: 2003.
1: I'm still
2: salty. Anyway,
1: like, Anyways. We're it going to close senior, the
2: show. It was my senior year. You better like, be I glad I can't. Good.
0: I don't have the power. Like Time, you were a senior. <laughs> okay. All right. You I'm better be scared. glad I don't have the power to mute your mic right now because I would um, straight mute your ooh, mic. we need to
1: work on that. Rock that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we're going to close out the show with some NFL talk. Um, I saw this, and I found this to be interesting. Ray Rice was in the news. He said that he um, would be willing to play for free this year and he would donate his salary to a domestic violence awareness and prevention programs, um, which I thought was super dope of him, but his phone is not ringing. I have more of a chance of playing in the NFL right now than Ray Rice does. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I found that to be interesting. So here's the thing that I want you guys to consider. So when this all went down, obviously, you know, I mean, my wife knows who Ray Rice is, so I don't have to recap what happened, but, for those who were so fervent that he deserved that he deserved to be put out the league that he deserved to be beaten up and all these things who wanted him gone never heard from again you should be pushing for his return and here's why I say you should be pushing for his return because Ray Rice in the NFL can do more for domestic violence awareness and domestic violence prevention than he can sitting on the sidelines and doing stuff behind the scenes right. which is already done um so if you were again if you were one of those people who were upset at Ray Rice, but bypass Greg Hardy or Frank Clark or Junior Gallette. or, I mean, even here in Kansas City, it was a huge uproar when Tyreek Hill was Johnny drafted. Johnny Manziel. Uh, he got an extreme pass.
1: Yep, he got it. <laughs> yeah.
0: He got an extreme pass for a couple of incidents with his ex um, and going through some stuff. Um, Ezekiel Elliott um, had domestic violence Accusations levied at him. It seems to be that some, there's some other style of story that's coming out. But, you know, and the most common refrain I, I hear from analysts is that Ray Rice can't play anymore.
1: Like he's not good enough to he's play anymore? He's not good enough. I've seen some pretty trashy running backs in the NFL. So I. That Let me tell you something. Okay.
0: Don't tell me Ray Rice can't play football and Trent Richardson is still on an NFL roster. <laughs> Like, you're just not going to tell me. Now, I understand Ray Rice is heading towards 30. He's actually 29. He had a down season. But don't – Trent Richardson has a roster, fi- roster spot in Baltimore. Wow. In Baltimore. And I understand you might – your reply might be back to me, well, the Ravens have four set. They drafted Buck Allen the previous draft, and then they drafted Kenneth Dixon mm-hmm. from uh, Louisiana Tech this year. There's a chance that Trent Richardson might be on the punt team. Ray Rice, I'm pretty sure, can do some grunt work on the punt team. Just give an opportunity. Tim Hightower resurrected his career in New Orleans last year, and he was out of the league for like two, three years. Right. You know, so
1: give this guy a and shot. And
0: Ray Rice wants to forfeit the salary. The salary, right. And so you can, the NFL, they this do This isn't the
1: most purest form of reconciliation almost, you know, in a sense. It's just like you, like, why would you not? I don't understand either. Out of all
0: the guys who have gotten in trouble for domestic violence and put themselves in terrible situations, he has been the most, in my opinion, the most remorseful. Of course. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like I said, to push domestic violence awareness and programs and try to prevent these things from happening. And we've talked about it a couple of episodes ago that we don't, especially in domestic violence cases, we don't value women. So to me, again, if you wanted him gone, you should be pushing for his return right now. Especially with the way uh women are treated in this country. Um so again, hit me up, man. Let me know if I'm tripping. But I I think I, I think I'm right. But I think I'm right about a lot of things. <laughs> even when I'm wrong. Um all right, so we're gonna close the show on the NFL and the weed chronicles. So I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> the weed chronicles. The weed I feel I wish if SoundCloud wouldn't take it down, this would have been a dope time to have things who got that fire to start playing. Who got that
1: fire? Because I got high. Because I got, no.
0: (laughs) But anyway, Alden Smith got on Periscope this weekend, this past weekend, and he's under suspension for violating the NFL substance abuse policy. And he's with, I'm assuming, his girlfriend. They're off camera. She's like, "You you can hear her say, hey, you need to quit. There are, you can see a rolled up joint in the picture. And then his face appears on the screen. He goes, did they see me on camera? Did, did that get me on camera? And then here's the kicker. Here's the punchline. He goes, well, he he uses a cuss word. He goes, it's not like they got my name, got me saying, hey, I'm Alden Smith. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on Periscope. That's that Kansas City, Missouri schooling. That's
0: Raytown. No, Let's get it right. That. That's Raytown. <laughs> That's not KC Moe. Don't put that on KC Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. That but is horrible. I did not hear that story. He... Right, so Randy Gregory has just is probably going to be suspended for the entire season. He got drafted by the Cowboys out of Nebraska mm-hmm. for smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> Josh Gordon just got reinstated, but somehow suspended for four games after being out an entire season for a pot or weed or whatever you want to call it. And so my question is,
1: why don't they just legalize the stuff um, in sports, or just period? I'm guessing you couldn't really. Structure it to where it could be used.
0: uh, You know, specifically football. I won't say in sports because I don't know any sport that is as taxing physically as football. Right. So, you know, you look at Eugene Monroe, who just retired because he was afraid of what the game was going to do to his, not only his head. So a lot of stuff has been made about CTE. Right. But you look at the physical toll that has been taken on players. Um, he just retired because he was afraid of what was going to happen to his body. He says he's already forgetful of he put his car keys in the refrigerator. He spends, you know, 30 to 40 minutes trying to find his keys. Jim McMahon has done some advocacy for marijuana. Uh, Kyle Turley, who a former chief, has done advocacy for marijuana. Jake Plummer has done some advocacy for marijuana that takes out the stuff to gets you high. Hmm. The THC, that's what they're testing for when they test you to see if the THC levels are high. And if, you know, if it's reached a certain level, then you trigger a a positive test and then you get put into the substance abuse program. So the NFL's response has always been, well, we need more data. Well, you have former players who are offering you their time and their resources to say, here's the data. Um, I won't read this long quote, um, but it's from, if you go and Google Jason Taylor, Miami Herald, it'll pull up a story by Dan Lebertard on how Jason Taylor played through pain. I'll just read just a little bit. Right. Uh, He was given a towel for his mouth and to muffle his screaming and to keep him from biting his tongue. It's the worst ever, he says, by far, all the nerve endings in your feet. There was no ailment. A needle had to go in his foot and there aren't a lot of soft, friendly faces for a big needle in the foot. The story goes on to say that he had a needle. The first needle was to somewhat numb his foot so they could put an even bigger needle. In his foot, and he had to use a tile to keep from bite from keep from screaming from the pain and biting his tongue. Like that's not a head story. That's just a foot. Like the amount of pain that these guys go through to entertain us um, is ridiculous. Like it really is a gladiator sport. And I would rather see the NFL instead of giving them pain pills like crazy. Right. You know, Big Ben in that game against the Bengals has his shoulder basically ripped out of the socket. And he comes back in the game because they numbed him up like he was a racehorse. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Like they, I can't think of the name of the horse that was in the Kentucky Derby that was, you know. But they numbed him up like a racehorse just so he could play. And then he played next week when he should have had season-ending surgery. Give these guys weed. Give them the weed. Pass the duchy to the left hand side, please. Please, Roger. Please let them pass the duchy. <laughs> But, yeah, man, but, again, like like I said, that that's a wild <laughs> – y'all are wild, man. Oh, man, pass the duchy. To the left-hand side. Man, they need it. And, <laughs> you know, because, again, I would rather these guys be smoking weed versus – and I understand why the NFL doesn't want them to do it because there's a stigma. Um, A lot of black guys are playing – big black guys are playing football and they're smoking weed. And we've seen – I've seen the stereotype that weed makes your monster. AKA Michael Brown, I've seen Weed Makes You Depressive, AKA Sandra Bland, so we had, kinda have these extremes of black people smoking weed and it's just, but it's, but we call them dummies, and yes, you know, in the case of Le'Veon Bell too, like, yeah man, you gotta leave this stuff alone. Millions of dollars, past the duchy. Millions of dollars, past. like
2: which one would you choose? But I seen a re, uh, report on ESPN saying they were watching the effects of marijuana and NFL players—they uh, were just watching Dwayne Bow. Oh wow,
0: that's terrible! Like the du- you Dwayne, you owe you owe his yo owe he owes you his fade for that one. Like for real, like that's terrible. But no, man, but now you know oh, nine million dollars he got paid nine million dollars. He may caught like three passes. Did and we thought three? And we thought
1: Soria was robbing the Royals.
0: <laughs> Soria is hot garbage. <laughs> Hot garbage. <laughs> like if I knew what the what the what hot garbage translate to in Spanish, I would say that. But I mean, he's been horrible. Caliente, Gabajo. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure that's hot garbage in
0: Spanish. I'm going to hit Google Translate after the show, and then next week I will actually present this show. We brought to you by, and I will actually say yes. It. The only show that will say, and I'll say the Spanish mm-hmm. word for hot garbage. But no, nah, man. I mean. Give them weed, Roger. Give them the weed, man. Let them, let them smoke, man. Let them. Don't let now. Go Google Sam Hurt when we're done. Google Sam Hurt. Sam Hurt started taking weed for pain, ended up selling it, and it was busted in like this interstate marijuana drug ring. Although he claims. So it's So give innocent.
1: them weed under certain circumstances, right?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it's better than pain pills, and and I think Jim McMahon has said it. It's helped him with the CTE. Uh, Jake Plummer claimed that he could come back and play right now.
1: Well, he probably could. I've seen a few quarterbacks that need to be replaced too. Whew. Ryan Fitzpatrick got paid today, twelve million dollars. Twelve million Speaking to be of, a backup. No, he's going to start. Gino will take that job. Nah,
0: I I, I hope he does, but I, hope I don't he think does so. Too. But nah, man, you know, like I said, uh, Roger, let him have the weed. Um, yeah. Um, gosh, what's going to say?
1: So that's all we got today, unless you guys have anything else. Oh man, I think I'm good. We'll get our college football fix in next week. Next week, are we doing a preview show? Oh, we could do a preview show probably
0: in a couple weeks. Uh, might have to do that on Saturday so we get the homie Jesse, uh, Jesse yeah, Abbey, yeah, who's, who's been here. on the show before. We he's should a get Michigan Marcus fan. in for that too. Oh, because uh, his, um, his cousin or his uh, his nephew. Yeah, nephew plays. Nephew plays for Nebraska. Um, so you know,
1: yeah, we might have to do that. Might see if we can get him in. So Trent's co- not allowed to talk on that one since he's a KU fan. Oh yeah, you cannot talk. You can't talk on college. Like football. we're
0: confiscating your mic. He,
1: I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Thank I'm okay you. With thank it. you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah,
0: but no, but um, yeah. So we got college football preview coming
2: up in Speaking a few. We have Orange
1: Bowls. Did you finish your edible um, arrangement that you were making earlier, Trent?
2: All right. So first of all, hate your face. Uh, second of all, yeah, I finished it. And uh, okay, listen, uh, for real edible arrangements, you want fifty dollars for strawberries? <laughs> And a pineapple to look like a star, my dude? You want 50 bucks for that? Uh, uh Hello, save a lot. How you doing? Okay, that's all
0: I'm going to say. You might have to be the hood edible arrangement dude. Like right, Come see right. Trim. He to got, to got them up. podcasts, and he got them edible arrangements <laughs> for you.
2: Come see your boy. I got podcasts and edible arrangements on deck. Let's do it.
0: Him and the kids was putting it, a to, putting
2: it together. A bunch of
1: an orange. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a pineapple.
2: <laughs> it was <laughs> it was strawberries and a pineapple. <laughs> oh,
1: man. This has been a great show, y'all. Uh, once again. <laughs> hold up.
0: Hold up. Before you go, there's one other thing. I got a preview. Uh-huh. So we got college football. We got NFL. And also, we're going to be bringing back um, the black and white show Pick'em for the NFL season. It's oh, through yes. CBSSportsLine.com. Yes. So if you sign up, if you want to sign up, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, Hit me up on Facebook. If you want to be a part, there are. Prizes, ha- yeah. Not cash prizes, but there are grand prizes. Um, there's no fee to enter, and I'm going to change the rules. Last year, I had it where you had to have your picks in by Thursday. I'm going to turn it off to before five minutes before the game starts. That way, if you miss Thursday, you can still be Is eligible. College? No, NFL. professional. Okay, not not too many people know enough about college That's to really true. do it. Um, the homie Jesse Abbey. Speaking of Jesse, he won a hundred dollar gas card um, for winning first place so that is the first place grand prize so mm-hmm. if you need that gas card you know sign up um and see and second pro- second p- place excuse me um gets a 50 dollar gift card visa mastercard whatever and then third place gets a 25 five dollar amazon google play itunes gift card whatever your cool uh carrier carrier yeah whatever yeah, you choose that's it. no, not carriers no, it's um not. like itunes you know but anyway you know what we're trying to say um, you know, I'm not a software, guy. something like that, something yeah. like that. So sign up um, the more, the merrier. Like I said, we got a couple of cool prizes. If you finish in the top three,
2: um, did you actually tell them how to sign up? Yeah. CBS. More,
0: more details are going to be coming. Right. More details are going to be coming. But you what well, part I have to invite you, I think. I don't know if it's just like an open league, but I'll look into that
2: more. I'm just trying to executive produce. No,
0: I appreciate business. you. I appreciate that because that's something I can do like on my lunch break is seeing how I can do that. Because last year I invited a bunch of people. Um, but I do think there will be a link I can post on Facebook and on uh, Twitter for people to sign up, if I remember correctly. It's been a year since I've done that. So, But they sent me the link the other day, and I was like, hey, we're back. So, but thank you guys for listening. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to the past episodes. Again, go to SoundCloud.com. I've been screwing that up all episode long. SoundCloud.com slash A1TheLP. That's all letters. Check us out. Um, anything else? No, I'm good, man. All right, so for... Myself, A1, the homie A-Ward, and the silent producer, Trent, we appreciate y'all listening. Yeah. Until next time, it is a black and white thing. Holla at y'all. Go, go check out Friends, by the way. Rocky Top. It's on Netflix.
1: We were on a break.